Howdy, 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 and welcome to the Red Dirt Aggie Show. I'm Brian, the Red Dirt Aggie, and that is Jackson Randolph right over there. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm a teacher, and, you know, today was our first day going back. Kid, uh, fifth grade. Um, but yeah, man. So what? Uh, what kind of got you into music, or got you just started playing music from the beginning? When did well, you first man, get started playing? So it's kind of a funny story. Like, I I think I asked like every boy at one point in their life asked for some cheap guitar for Christmas. And, right. I had one. like <laughs> it, it, that. Really, I mean, like I feel like a lot of guys have done that, and like I didn't really pick it up. Uh, I got a teacher. You may know who he is. His name's Cole Reisner. Uh, uh-huh. badass dude, great musician, very talented, and uh, he's super cool. But I never stuck with it, and then I broke my arm when I was <laughs> like, when I was like fifth grade, and my dad didn't believe me for like three or four days that I had. Oh no, right. he's like you're faking. <laughs> yeah, and like I had like football practice and stuff, and he made me go to it. <laughs> he, felt, <laughs> he felt bad when they realized my arm was broken. It's like it's me, actually he bought me. He bought me an actual guitar. And, oh uh, sweet kind of just wanted to play in the church band man and it just kind of took off like that so yeah I've kind of been doing it since well and that's that's funny that's something i hear a lot um from people who come on here and just and, you know i watched other podcasts and stuff or whatever but a lot of musicians they get started you know playing at church or usually there's usually two common stories i get they're like either they started playing in church or just they have very musically gifted families <laughs> those are the common ones <laughs> I'm like the only person in my family that plays. My little brother's picking it up right now, and he's getting—he's kind of scaring me, man. If I, if I don't focus on my guitar playing, he's gonna be—he's gonna pass you up. <laughs> I know, and he's like 12. Uh, <laughs> he's oh like, oh. man, yeah. So he's like, by the time he you know catches up in age, he's gonna be like no, a wizard. No, he, he got up at one of my shows uh, a few weeks ago and just like stole the crowd. Like <laughs> he just like nobody wanted to hear me play after that. I was like, all right. So. Well, and that's the thing. You know, you speaking of you know younger talented guitar players um i just did an episode the other day uh over at henry's hideout with uh, montana lane Montana's great man yeah no he's he's a really cool dude i'm i'm working with him trying to book shows and stuff for him too uh we have a little partnership going on and stuff but um but yeah super cool super nice guy all those guys are uh great in his band and stuff too but um they parker jensen is their guitar player and he's like 15 Mm -hmm. but the men can like shred on the guitar he's a great guitar player (laughs) dude and our little we had a little high school band and we only played like one gig (laughs) we only played one gig and like we we had so many people there and it was it was horrible we were terrible but (laughs) our our guitar player was 15 and yeah he was the best in the band (laughs) he was just better than all of us yeah it's just yeah, the age is but a number when it comes to music sometimes. Some people can surprise you. <laughs> I know. I mean, my guitar player, uh, Ryan Powers, he's only like eight months older than me, and he's just nuts. I mean, he it's still And then how old are you, by the way? Sorry. I'm 20. 20? Okay. 20. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, but no, he just like, I mean, it's so crazy to me how good he is. Mm-hmm. And it's impressive. I feel like a terrible musician when I'm around him. So <laughs> I got four chords, man. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's but you only need you only need three for a song, right? <laughs> that's what they say, though. Dude, I don't even know. I and just, the truth. <laughs> I just start writing. <laughs> I just get in the mood one day, and I'm like, all right, I'm canceling my schedule. Like, I'll do that too. Like, I'll have class because I go to Blinn, and okay, 
I'll have class and like a song idea will pop into my head and I'll be like, well, not going to class today. I'm going to sit at home and write this out. Write so, this song. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, the class will be there tomorrow. The song may not be, so I'll sit at home. Yeah, when that but, when that inspiration strikes, you got to get it get it down. <laughs> I have to, or else I forget it. Yeah, that's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, class isn't that important, so <laughs> you know. I mean, it's kind of class. Class is the backup plan, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just in school to make my parents happy. <laughs> but um, what? So, what's really your your favorite part of? of creating music of making music whether that be like you know performing or writing music either way just what's your favorite part of making music being a musician there's like two big aspects of it to me like the writing part is like I mean that's definitely my I guess escape from a lot of things so that's like the poetry side and the writing side of everything are mentally better for me than anything right but like man those those 90 minutes you're on stage with your band is just the time of your life. Like, I can't, I don't right. think there's a single drug that could give me that high, so it's like... Yeah, so it's it's good, the going out and performing then for you is what yeah. kind of does it, yeah. Oh, I love it. The weeks before getting these gigs and, like, making it to the gigs, you know, those suck. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the hardest thing ever, but those 90 minutes, it just, it nothing will ever beat it. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's what I've heard, you know, that's the common thing. Everyone's like, oh, like, you know, performing is is our favorite thing. It's just, it's the the hurry up and wait that sucks, right? You spend all it's the time terrible. driving somewhere, or you know, going yeah. and setting up, but but then you only get the little bit of time. But that little bit of time is worth everything. <laughs> a little bit of time is it's just like it's it, especially like I mean, I'm best friends with all my band, and so it's just we just get to have fun. That's important. <laughs> oh yeah, because you just we, spend I mean, time together. <laughs> yeah, no, we just, I mean. It's just so fun. I, I don't understand, like, how to describe it to somebody who doesn't do it. Yeah. But, like, it's, I don't know. It's like a drug that I chase, you know? It's the biggest addiction I've ever had, so. Mm-hmm. Besides this. <laughs> um, but what's what's really the hardest part of being a musician? You, you talk about the, the fun part, your favorite part, but what, what kind of challenges do you face, you know, being oh, a musician? Oh, definitely, like... I mean, like I said, kind of got into a second ago, just the waiting in the... Yeah. So, I mean, like, I send out, like, 100 emails a day to venues. I still do all my own booking. I've been wanting to get with a management company, but... Right. Um, that, I mean, shoot, I mean, this is my sole source of income, so it's like some weeks I don't make any money, you know? it's it's Right. That's definitely the hardest part about it is, like, traveling four hours to a gig and after you pay your guys and all this stuff, being left with nothing, but it's like... You know, you gotta well, and it's, I got to pay my dues that way. So, well, yeah, and it's uh, you know maybe you get some exposure from doing that, and then you get to go oh, play yeah. somewhere else and make money eventually. You know, it's it's all no, yeah, it's all opportunity cost when it comes mm-hmm. to stuff like that. So it's it's definitely. I mean, if if it's like a middle of nowhere like dive bar gig and they're not paying us enough, I won't leave the house. But if it's like right. somewhere I know, like there's either going to be some people with connections or it's just a good area to kind of get my foot in the door at, like then yeah, we'll go. But that. Well, yeah, and you're uh, so you got a blend. Are you at the blend in College Station or the one in Brenham? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're out there in that the whole like College Station Brian. There's there's a lot of opportunities for music just right there. You know. There is, but it's like it's so. The way I see it is, it's so like you've got to know somebody <laughs> here because yeah, I mean you've got the tap, you've got Harry's, 
And then yeah, those the are the big two. And then you've got the Grand Stafford Theater and the Palace Theater. Like that's all you have. And then you know you've got like the Whitewater Amphitheater, but I'm not Cody Johnson, so it's like, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like um, what's it like Turnpike and Cody Johnson and Randy and all those guys play out there, but it's like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, well, like, uh, and they've started doing stuff at Reed. Uh, like yeah, which I'm surprised it took up this Green. long to do that. It's a big, big area to Me fill too, up. Man. Yeah, it's definitely. But they did Riley Green there, and it sounded great, and it was a good. It was definitely a good concert experience because. I'd rather sit down in a chair with a back for three hours and stand up and beat <laughs> people. Yeah. So that was definitely worth the extra, like, $5 a seat. But Yeah, when I was, you know, I, I'm I'm 27 now, and I feel, I feel old, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. like, sometimes. But I used to always be the one who wanted to be in the front and stuff at concerts and stuff, which, one, would piss a lot of people off because I'm about six foot six. So, like, yeah, no, <laughs> I'd get there early to be in the front, and everyone's like, hey, talking crap or whatever behind me. But then I'd turn around, and they're like, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, the, worst of is, the, worst is, <laughs> the worst is, so I'm, like, six three, and, like, and when I wear boots, I mean, I'm taller. I'm not a small person, but whenever, right. uh, it's it's always funny to me. Like, we were at the Cody Canada concert at the Tap a few weeks right. ago, and he's my favorite. And so we got there super early, got front row. And, yeah. Like, the place packed out, but, like, there was these girls, and they were like, hey, could we, like, switch spots with you? And I was like, no. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> yeah, like they were absolutely like, not. And I was like, should have got here earlier, dude. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like, like, I got here. I'm I've been waiting here. to have yeah. a good time. <laughs> yeah, so. it, it's like, get there early. But uh, now, like, but now my attitude has shifted to like, I'll go to Harry's. I want to get there early so I can get on a bar stool in the back. So I can yeah, be in that little yeah. elevated spot next to the bar and I can see uh-huh. and hear everything perfectly, but I can sit down the whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, Harry's, I still kind of have to get there early. Like, yeah. I'm still definitely young enough for that experience. But Oh, no, I know. I mean, I was, like, when I was in school there, option... I was right up there. But Oh, yeah, but if there's an option for a seat with a back on it dude i'm taking that oh yeah and it's like i'm taking that yeah the and then the booths are usually reserved you know at the concerts so but oh, if yeah. you but if you get there's that row of bar stools in the back that's like right in between that bar and yeah. the top dance floor uh-huh. that's right that's where i sit you now sit if right i go there, there to yeah. see a show i'm yeah, going to see a cool treaty oak here in a couple weeks i'm looking oh, forward so to that man. that's what i got my band for christmas i got us all tickets to go because i hadn't seen them so Oh, hell yeah. Well, this we ought to come like by and say hi then. We get a Dude, picture yeah, for, for the sure. we'll Instagram. Yeah, you man. know them, don't you? Uh, yeah, I had them on uh, a while back for an interview right before their album came out. It was great timing because it, yeah. it shot the views up a little bit. Dude, I'd love to meet them, man. They seem – I mean, Sammy seems like such a cool guy. My buddy Hayden Hilliard has been doing a lot of stuff with them. Uh, yeah, he – oh, I need to get back with him. He reached out to me on one of my videos and said he wanted to come on. I need to get Hayden's him on too. a badass dude, man. He's a yeah. stand-up guy. He's a cool kid. So Yeah, I was looking at some of his stuff on uh, YouTube the other day but um, cuz i went and i was <laughs> i was peeking back at the uh, the parker McCollum episode we had him on a while back that's so cool man Parker's yeah. a cool guy man so my uh he's so my awesome dad's, though my dad's best friend uh they they were like each other's best mans in each other's weddings yeah and they've they've been friends since fourth grade it's john randall oh so, shoot okay so he yeah. produces everything for parker right and does all that he just opened that label uh big loud with Miranda lambert in austin yeah, and, uh, they're super cool. He's like my uncle. I mean, he was there when I was born, so it's like, yeah, he's, man, he's definitely a family to us. So, well, yeah, and it's just it. It was uh, it was really cool getting to sit down with uh, Parker. I mean, you know, and just talk to him, pick his brain yeah. for like an hour. And I mean, he was just nice as could be. You know, just he's like just a cool guy, man. 
just really everyone who's uh, come on here has just been pretty chill. Uh, even the yeah. bigger names like Trady Oak and Parker and stuff. And then, yeah. right, it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun getting to do this, really. <laughs> yeah, that definitely seems fun, man. Me and my buddies have been wanting to start a little podcast in the garage. Because I've got all the stuff to do it, we just haven't done it yet. Well, yeah, and, you know, being a musician, you probably already got good mics and mixers and all that. Oh, yeah, so dude, I've got, like, like, four of these and, like, just all this stuff and all the mixers. Because, so we, this whole year, like, our whole New Year's resolution was to uh, produce all of our music. Right. So, we so you got all the equipment and everything and you're trying to... Yeah, so we've, I mean, we've been doing some demos. I've got a guy coming in in, like, two weeks to record. I'm recording his first EP. Uh, right. I can't really talk about it much right now, but he's... Uh, pretty big on tiktok so it's gonna be it, it could either make or break me but we're gonna we're gonna see <laughs> uh, well that's uh that sounds exciting you know to be working on something like that yeah, definitely, and definitely cool just kind of get my foot in the door in a different place you know on the on the business side of it so well yeah and you know you mentioned wanting to record it all on your own uh, I've I've heard you know that there is there is a good studio that's like local to uh call it, I think Colborn Audio is what Montana oh, yeah, Lane said he was. We recorded our last album with Kyle's a great dude, man. We recorded uh, our latest album, Empty Promises Volume Two, with him over the summer. So he was super cool. Yeah, I just I wanted to give him a little plug there. I've heard nothing but good things oh, about man. him and no, stuff. Kyle's so, a yeah. great guy, man. He's funny. He's easy to work with. Uh, very very talented guy so he's he's super cool he helped us out a lot i uh i talked to him last week i think maybe yeah because uh, he's got that new studio opened up and uh i've been wanting to go see it but i've been so busy so so you said y'all are working on uh producing an al- album is there any kind of set release date or anything you can reveal about that at this point in time so the one i just talked about that released in october uh, right well yeah that one came out in october but all the new stuff so I'm kind of trying to go a different route this year and maybe do an EP at the end of the year. Right. I don't know if I want to do a full album unless I just end up having a lot of time where I can. Uh, right. But I think right now I want to do something where it's like every month a new song. So like one song a month. Like uh, I should be releasing one this month and I need to upload it because it's done, but I just haven't. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. Well, that's – just and just to do that route instead of dumping everything into one folder where like because I mean I know there's a few of us that actually get on Spotify and listen to albums all the way through but not yeah. a lot of people do that so I feel like at this stage like singles I could have more time to promote each song <laughs> and then it's the way the world works now everything in small amounts <laughs> it, it, attention it's spans like, not like an <laughs> what album's it used to be. almost not worth it anymore unless you're you know you've already got a very established like yeah fan base that is like gonna eat up whatever you put out but yeah like it's you know. almost better do you want to if you are going to do an album you know and i i still get the i still like the whole album because you have a group of songs that are kind of somewhat related especially if they're somewhat related to each other but it's like you you, you have to make sure you push like those singles or like eps beforehand to kind of build up the oh, yeah, hype for like, it so they so people know at least a couple of the songs on it already our one single we released off the album did better than the whole album <laughs> so, I mean, like, <laughs> it's still doing better than the whole album together so it's like yeah that's the way it goes that's kind and, of what taught me i'm like man i can take so much more time to to promote one song at a time than i can 12 at a time you know it's like and it's the it's the same thing with uh, a podcast. I used to try to do two episodes a week, 
Mm-hmm. And then b- between that and work and everything, that that was just like not really feasible anymore. It kind of and becomes then, forced too. Yeah, and then I was like, I felt like um, I was like forcing content, and like especially in the beginning because I didn't have an interview every week. So sometimes it was just me yeah. talking about like Texas music news and sports, like by myself, or I would get my friends to come on and stuff, which I mean we still do every now and then. But it was like trying to do two every week. Two every week, I was trying to think of ideas at the last minute and rush them out, and I felt like they weren't good enough quality plus i didn't have any time to promote the previous one before the next one to come out yeah no, so it's like, kinda... you have to like give yourself some time to like get on my, that's my worst thing is like i've got a social media following i just don't use it yeah like on tiktok i've got like seven thousand something followers and i just maybe post once a month when i'm feeling like it like if i did it every day i feel like i'd have a shot but because if you get to if you get to i think it's ten thousand now or something on tiktok and you have a certain amount of like viewership i think you can join some program and like monetize it oh yeah no you can monetize it at 10 i mean my my video that took off with uh our single fake id like that got me like 1700 followers overnight so it was like (laughs) you know i was like maybe that's the move so i mean i I just i need to sit down and actually make a plan on how i'm going to do it and i need to Quit wasting my time being an idiot and sit down and make content <laughs> and then like put it out so I'm not like stressed when I don't have content. I need to make backup stuff. And... Well, and it's that's um, what I'm learning too through doing stuff like this is you want to be like one week ahead. So like I have yeah. uh, I already have the first two episodes like filmed. You know, and one will come out next week, and then yours that we're doing right now will probably come out the week after that. That's my yeah. goal. You know, right now I'll keep you updated on that, but. Yeah, you know, you have to plan out your content and stuff. And I think there's there's some correlation between that, between, like, releasing music or releasing podcast episodes, and then there's editing and all of the stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. Too. And, like, so, like, the little, uh, like, acoustic videos, I guess you could call them, that I put out, like, those are all, like, recorded through Pro Tools and all that stuff. Right. And then edited and, like, all that. It, I mean, they take time to make. And so, I mean, I need to do a thing where I just post for 30 days straight. Like, I think yeah. if I posted on TikTok 30 days straight, I could have some sort of, like, climb. But, the algorithm likes it when you post, like, at least once yeah. a day. And I I don't even have – I don't have the time to do that. So usually I just <laughs> post I a couple to, before. <laughs> like I used to find myself on, like, the For You page. Like, like my yeah. videos would, would catch traction. But, like, now it's hard for me to get a video to get over, like, seven or 800 views on TikTok. Mine, like my average ones, usually cap out like around three hundred, and then if one does well, then it's like around seven hundred to a thousand. Yeah. And I don't know, <laughs> you know, like what. The, and I, sometimes I look and I'm like, I don't know what the difference is between this one and this one because yeah. they look the same to me. They're the same quality, they're the same background. Just and at like, some point, they're like, ah, we're gonna put this one more. Like, yeah. Like, I don't get it, but like I've got a video, I've got videos of sixty thousand views, and then I've got some with two hundred, and it's like this makes no yeah. sense to me. I, so. I don't know. I, I think a lot of it's random, um, and yeah, then no, I mean, some of it is just the right person thinks it's funny and shares it too. I think, and it's just, you yeah, never no, know who that's sure. going to be. Yeah. But um, it's definitely weird how all that stuff works. But yeah, man. And then so uh, you know, getting back to talking about you know traveling around. You said you know you have to travel pretty far sometimes to go play yeah. these shows and stuff. Um, so when you're on the road heading to those shows and you walk into a gas station, what's your go-to like gas station snacks or what are you oh, grabbing dude. like drink-wise and snack-wise? If we are on our way and like seeing all sips, 
Yeah. An Allsup's burrito. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. But, like, I'll settle for a 7-Eleven taquito. Right. But I'll always get a Red Bull. <laughs> I'll always get a Red Bull. I Gotta have the energy. <laughs> I never need it. I always have energy. But, like, if I'm at a gas station, I'm getting a Red Bull. <laughs> so it's it's normally something like that. Like, gas station, like, burrito or taquito and a Red Bull, which is the worst possible thing you could ever do to your stomach. Well, and I was going to say, that's going to sit you down later. You better <laughs> but oh, get dude, it out before the show. Like, yeah, like an hour later. Like, it's, yeah. I know what it's going to do, and it does it every time. And it's like, You're going to be finding another gas station in an hour if you get it <laughs> no, for different for reasons. <laughs> yeah, no, that's normally my gas station snack. I used to, like, crave sweet stuff, too, so I'd, like, get, yeah. like a pack of Reese's or something, but I kind of stopped doing that like i kind of just stopped eating candy and stuff like that so and yeah like i, I love the like the salty and sweet combo you know get something like pretzels yeah. and m ms or something yeah. like mix like i don't know or like um what what was the other thing hot fries but like the um so the good. the blue bag that says andy caps on it i, I don't mm-hmm. know if you see, like i don't like the yeah. chester's ones like that have the cheeto guy on them i like yeah the no i don't Eddie like caps. those you gotta get the uh, the real cheap ones those are the yeah dollar, those are the original ones too like those are the best <laughs> yeah those are the ones that have at the dollar stores but yeah they're so good you get that <laughs> or like hey dude another thing that a lot of gas stations have that i do is i call them the adult lunchables but they're like the yeah like the salami <laughs> and the, like the they're so crackers. good yes like those are the best yes those are the best i i'll, I'll eat that any day of the week like if if they weren't $7 a piece, I'd have them in my fridge all the time. But, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then, what, uh, do you, are you on the, the, where do you stand on the whole the beans belong in chili thing? Oh, dude. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> as a Texan, I have to say beans don't, but, like, I'll eat it either way. I've got yeah. no discrimination. If you call it, like, I mean, if you come up to me and you're like, Here's a bowl of taco meat and some water. I'm going to be like, this is not chili. Like, <laughs> like, it's not. But then if you come up to me and it's like super bean for it, I'm going to be like, this is like a soup. I mean, I don't really. The Texan in me has to say that like beans do not belong in chili. But Unless you're Rich O'Toole. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Rich O'Toole. <laughs> he that. was. He was our first, our first guest. He's a nice <laughs> no. guy, man. Yeah, I love Rich. No, no, dude. Like, I'll eat it either way. I'm not picky. <laughs> I'll eat it either way. But when you put beans in it, it's like taco soup. Well, yeah, and it's like, and if you have, you know, just solid meat and like tomato sauce, that's just like a heart like bowl of heartburn. <laughs> it's like a bowl of sloppy Joe mix. Like, I don't really yeah, know where like... the. It's just chili. <laughs> well, and uh, the, there's also like you know if you're gonna have chili uh, without beans. Um, then in, in like if you're gonna so if you're making a hot dog, you don't want to have chili with beans because that's just kind of weird to put beans on a hot dog. But like, yeah, but I mean, like, I'd if you're gonna eat a bowl of chili, if you're gonna eat a bowl of chili though, like I, I kind of like that style with the beans in it, and then you add some yeah, cheese on top, like, like a Frito pie. Like, yeah, I want beans in my chili. Yeah, but it, and then at the same time, like I, I don't think I'd be opposed to eating a bowl of meat with cheese either because I like meat and cheese. So like, it's just yeah, like, it's kind of like, it's like what part of my heart or body do I want to stop up today? Like if I this track is gonna go nuts after that. If I eat a pound of ground beef, dude. My heart's gonna be screaming. Like my yeah, like, gonna be, my cholesterol is gonna fly through the roof. But like. With a side of Prilosec. <laughs> dude, every time I hear somebody talk about Prilosec, I think about Larry the Cable Guy. 
Because he did that commercial. He did a whole bit with Private yeah. Sector. Or he had a commercial, yeah. Yeah, he had, like, commercials. They'd air all the time. Like, I remember it was always, like, oh, awesome yeah. Duck Dynasty. <laughs> it's like, you like that Private Sector TC? I was like, what? <laughs> like, I'm nine, dude. I don't have heartburn. It's <laughs> just, like, the most uh, random ads. Kind of like how, what's it, um... Shaq always does the icy hot <laughs> ads. Shaq is so funny, dude. I think he's one of the most, like, interesting human beings. Yeah, like, he's actually, um, I don't know if he still is, but he was a deputy sheriff or something, yeah. too, for a while. Like, he just, <laughs> he's just like, he's right just because he can't, yeah, he does side, exactly. He's well, just out he's there. A DJ. Yeah, I've seen, like, the videos of him and stuff. But he's, like, he's not doing, like, small venues either. Like, he's DJing for, like, 10,000 people. <laughs> DJ Shaq. <laughs> His name is uh, Shaq Diesel, I think is his stage name. Oh, my God. The Diesel. Shaq yeah, he got to. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, yeah, he just kind of, like, he does whatever he wants, man. He's, he's living life. He's run out of stuff to do, so he just <laughs> does it to do it, I guess. It's really funny. Well, and it's like he's already, you know, he's already got, he's already famous enough to where whatever he does, he's probably going to be successful at it just because people are going to be like, show up. Oh, yeah, and... <laughs> it's Shaq. Everybody yeah. knows who Shaq is. Yeah, and... That whole uh, that whole NBA crew in the playoffs when they all get together is always They're hilarious. So funny. It? I know. Oh man, Even like Charles Barkley and like yes. all those guys, like it's so funny to me. They're like skits and stuff. Yeah, and uh, they just like completely like dog on each other the entire time. Too. Like, <laughs> yes. They're not nice to each other. Like, no, really no. Charles Barkley and Shaq got seem like they have some real beef sometimes. <laughs> you seen that whole deal he's got with? Uh, I think it's Charles Barkley, but like San Antonio women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, is that Charles Barkley? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's like, like you're out of San Antonio women. San Antonio women. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, Alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. No, that group of guys is so funny. But, um, you know, uh, your your music career, um, I'm sure you draw inspiration from, from several different places. Okay. Uh, who are some of the artists that, you know, influenced you the most? Well, number one, I've got to say Cross Canadian Ragweed. Yeah, right on. They uh, absolutely hands down number one. But I mean, like, also growing up and listening to dad rock and my dad's truck growing up and like all that stuff. I love rock and roll. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's it's like well, that's the thing. Up, ragweed, ragweed, you know, blended, blended were the country and rock really and right. kind of yeah. No, so definitely them. But then like. I mean, I love old school country, and oh yeah, I love stuff like that. I can't do it personally; like, it just doesn't make sense for me to do it. But <laughs> I definitely say, like, if you had to ask what we sounded like, I always tell people it's like if Skinner and Hank Jr. had a baby. <laughs> so, so it's like, uh, so it's kind of like rocking, yeah, rocking, well, rocking country. So I can't, like, I can't get away from that. So everybody's whatever I do, people are always gonna say country. But and you're from Texas, so <laughs> yeah. But then, like, if I put like an Eddie Van Halen guitar solo over a song, like we've got a song coming out this year, and it's definitely got some like Eddie Van Halen like uh, inspiration in the guitar, and like people are gonna be like, "What is this? Like, this is weird." <laughs> but it's it's definitely. Uh, I don't know if people are gonna like it yet, but you know, it's definitely a fun little experience. Well, and that's uh, that's the whole thing, you know, that the the whole Texas scene. Texas, the lines are very blurred between uh, country, Texas country, red dirt, and just mm -hmm. Texas music. And now you've got almost like, um, <laughs> then you've got people like 
uh, Geo with their Tejano punk boys. I love it. It's just like I everything. Love I love it. They're part of my influence. Like I love Geo and them, man. I've seen them so many times. Well, it's they're, just a good time every time, too. I think they're it's the so best fun. concert, like live act, I've ever seen, and they're always just a good time. <laughs> I, I went and saw them uh, play. Uh, I, I think I just mentioned this in the episode I shot the other day with Garrett Smith, too. But um, I, I went and um, saw them play at a venue, like, really close to my house. And, um, you know, I'm there with some friends and my wife. And me and my wife, you know, like, the, the concert ended or whatever. And so we left and we went home. And I get a text, like, right about the time we're pulling in the driveway from my friends. And it's a picture of them with Geo next to the van. I'm like, oh, we should have stayed. There's some, <laughs> some really cool guys. My guitar, players with with, my guitar player is friends with one of their guitar players pretty well. Uh, back in the day, they, they played at Jab Fest with their old band. And, oh, yeah. And open for them. And, like, I think him and uh, one of Geo's guitar players stay in touch. But his guitar players are just legit and especially because one of them is right-handed and left-handed so when they like get together <laughs> and solo the next of the guitars are like <coughs> oh so they're like cool. yeah yeah so instead of them like all both the guitars both face the same way they're facing opposite it, it just looks pretty sick that's gonna yeah always look cool yeah. and then they have their their bass player also plays like tuba i think on yeah, the songs too which is cool i don't know what song that is he plays like i don't want to be wrong so i'm not gonna say it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, no, and I'm not sure either. But um, it's it's like something in Spanish, right? <laughs> like he it's does some the Spanish song. Like I know the words to whatever they're doing because I've seen them so many times. But I don't know what the song is. Well, and then I know he has a song called Ramona Yala, which is about Ramona Yala, oh, of like the song. But like um, you know, and I, I, I've gotten into I've gotten into a little bit of like. Um, Tejano and like Mexican music and stuff lately too. I, I married a, a Latina, so like we go to her family's house and stuff, and they're always like You're playing that stuff. Boy. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that TikTok where they're like every family yeah. has one wife. But we made one of those the other day. Oh, did you? Did you get <laughs> yeah. to send that to me? Those are so funny. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you. It's uh it's on her TikTok, but I'll I'll send it to you. But you know, I was like over there waving with my uh, with my Yeti cup. Uh, yeah, but no, we did they give you shit for it? Oh yeah, no they, but I was talking to uh one of her tios and her, her uncles, and uh, he was like, "You need to do an episode of your podcast and like interview a Tejano band or like someone like that sings yeah. corridos." And I was like, he was telling me about how like, it's you know, and a lot of it sounds real similar to what's going on with countries. Like, we don't like a lot of the new stuff because it's like fake and like. Mm-hmm. Um, these people that write these songs, they'll go. They have people that will go investigate and make sure that the stuff really happened. That they're like writing the songs that's about funny. stuff. And I'm like, that's awesome. I need to. So like, I've been listening to like Los Tigres del Norte and stuff. Yeah, dude. Uh, like and like, I mean, you've got like the Texas Tornadoes too. Yeah. And, like all those guys. And then you've like, I love Hispanic rap. Oh yeah, like. Um, I th- I've listened to that a little Mexico bit of the newer tea. stuff, but that <laughs> oh yeah, cool. but like Co Wetzel's like best friend Bo Bundy is a oh, yeah. rapper. I love Bo Bundy. I don't know what he's saying, but <laughs> I love it. I can pick up like here and there. I mean, I've got a Spanish tattoo on my wrist, so it's like, I mean, I know enough. Yeah, that's but. the thing. Like, I I know a good amount of Spanish. I'm by no means fluent, but like I pick up enough words that I can get the gist of what you know I can people work are my talking way around about. A conversation with yeah. Yeah, and it's the hard part for me is like uh, 
listening and trying to come up with a response fast enough while also trying to process like what they said. Yeah, I'm like, to translate it, and, and I'm like, like I can I can say stuff like just fine, you know. I could be like, "Bienvenidos a los Red Dirt Show" or something, but like, I felt like such a. I felt like so cool. We I went to Mexico this summer. And yeah. Like I felt so cool. I was like talking to the waitresses in Spanish, and they're probably <laughs> like, "This kid's so stupid. We speak English." <laughs> they're probably like, "Yeah, because you're like you're like, like the touristy part," <laughs> and they're probably yeah. like, "They're like we speak we English." In, like, <laughs> or, uh, where were we? Like Cozumel, like Aramaharas. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm here, like, "Oi, cómo estás?" Uh, Mayamo Jackson, <laughs> they're like, yeah, can we take your order? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I like um, to say it's uh, red Mexican is what I know. Like, it's all like from being picked up like from like working with Hispanic people. Like, no, like, yeah, like that's, um, yeah. <laughs> I definitely know all the bad words. I can say that. I know all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've, I've learned a lot too and and you know, like I knew a good amount before, but I've I've learned a lot more after getting married to her, oh, to yeah, Carolina. Sure. So, uh, but she's sure. it's cool because she's you know she's completely bilingual, so she can. So her mom will talk to her, and her mom is bi- completely bilingual mm-hmm. too. But like her mom will talk to her in Spanish, and she'll just respond in English to like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that just blows my mind how quickly you she know can do they that. stay talking shit about you. <laughs> you know they gotta stay talking shit about you. Oh no, maybe a little, <laughs> but it's probably deserved. Probably, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I got we we went out drinking one night, and I can't, I woke up the next morning with a tattoo on my wrist that says Vaquero. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I've got cowboy in Spanish on my wrist. See, uh, that's 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 awesome though. <laughs> it's a funny tattoo. Like I'm not ashamed of it. I just no. don't remember getting it. <laughs> That's that. That's what happens down there sometimes. <laughs> I just remember waking up the next morning, and I think I did it to impress a girl. Like being honest, I think I was with a girl, but I was like, it's not coming <laughs> off like that hurt. That sounds like something that should be in a song. Put <laughs> a song. Tattoo to impress a girl, dude. <laughs> yeah, like woke I up with a vaquero tattoo. My ass cheek or something, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> my, my, yeah. I've I've I'm heard stories. You know? I'm trying to get somebody to get my brand tattooed on him. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> well, I know, like, um, I had Hayden Haddock on, and he said someone has his logo tattooed on them. Like, one of his fans did it. I was like, that's that's badass. Yeah, that's <laughs> why he wants to do it. But I think, it, I think it'd just be funny. <laughs> I think it'd just be really much of a flex. Be like, yeah, this dude's got my brand on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get someone to do a promotional stunt and get someone to get, like, Red Dirt Aggie Show tattooed on it. <laughs> What do they get? With a, with a QR code, <laughs> like, across their forehead or something. Pay for it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny, man. Yeah, just to have a... <laughs> just to have a... <laughs> like, try, or just a QR code, like, on their yeah. forehead. Everyone's like, what is that? Imagine how much traffic I'd get from people scanning it. <laughs> do I need to put these on, too? Oh yeah, you have to glasses yeah. on the pot. I do it just because there's like I have like three ring lights in my eyes, and otherwise I'm squinting the whole time. Well, and the lighting is not good in here, and it looks like I don't have eyelashes, so it's kind of. <laughs> well, and it's just I I do it too. So like I squint from the lights, and then also 
if I'm not looking directly at the camera, my eyes look weird. So, like, yeah. that way I can look wherever. Or, like, if I need to read my notes, you can't tell that I'm looking at them. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's all that, like, sneaky stuff. But, um, but yeah, man. So, what what's the, your favorite song that you have that you've that you've written, whether it's out now or coming soon, or just what's your favorite song that you've written? Um, my favorite one I've written is "Cigarette Song." It's out mm-hmm. now. Uh, it okay, came out on October seventh. Uh, definitely like a very heartfelt song for me. I wish I would have recorded it a little better. Uh, but you can always do that later, though. Oh, yeah, I can always re-release it if I want to, but mm-hmm. um, definitely more of a... I mean, it's it's a very metaphorical song, but it's I, I really like it, so... And uh, we'll do, I'll let you plug it. Where is it available? It, it'll, it'll be everywhere. You can get your music. Is that what we say, yeah. right? Spotify, yeah, 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 Apple. song uh, by Jackson Randolph is on every platform you can find your music, so... That's the way to do it. <laughs> it's a sad one, man. It, it'll definitely put you out if you listen to it, but... Those are uh, those are usually the best songs, though the heartfelt ones. Because even even if you're not like <laughs> sad when you listen to, it, I feel like mm-hmm. you, you can still appreciate like the yeah. the emotion or the story behind it. Like, because sometimes I realize I'm like I'll be in a great mood, but I still in like <laughs> like I was listening to Treaty Oaks album. You know, I listen to their music. And I'm like, man, this is a banger. And then I start yeah. listening to the words. I'm like, this is depressing as hell, but it's still I a banger. Stop <laughs> to that album, dude. I know, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, it's like, it's just I mean, like I've probably mm. listened to that album all the way through like twenty times. Yeah, I mean, I was I I played it through it several times just the first day. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've had oh, it on yeah, repeat in the car like, and stuff. I'm, but like I'm, I get on Spotify and it's like the first thing I can click on, so I just click on <laughs> it. and I'm like, I'll just listen to these again. So. Well, yeah, and it's like there's there's not really a bad one on that album too. It's one of those rare albums where you can just kind of like let it. Play. I like just about all of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, they're all great, but I mean. Definitely see you in court's my favorite. That's that's that I've I've been fun. hearing that that's a lot of people's favorite. I, I enjoy that one too. I, th- I just think it's I like, the like, <clears throat> like yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, is it uh, right place, wrong time? That one's a good one too. Yeah, and I like really it. Good. Have a nice day. He's pretty good too. Have a nice day is good too. What's that one where it's like? Uh, I wish you'd bring a little more. Ah, oh, that's favorite. the one that always gets stuck in my head. That's I like my that favorite one. one, but I can't think of which one it is. Is it? Is it? It's not stop and stare, is it? Uh it might be. I know they have one called stop and stare. I I think so. I don't know if it's. Where it's like, I, I wish you'd bring a little that's more to like the table. Favorite. Yeah. I wish you'd tell me something good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one, man. I like that. They they definitely did a really good job with with this whole album. I mean. uh like the drums, I mean, I, I it, it leads me to believe that their last album was like computer drums, but the drums on this sounds so good. Well, and um, well, yeah, I mean, they're uh, they're all so nice too. Like when yeah, I sat down and interviewed them too, they, and they just uh, they tell um, some good stories and stuff too. Like yeah. it, it was just fun hearing all of them, and they they were cracking me up because they're all like messing with each other the whole time too. Like. Yeah. Uh, Sam tried to introduce himself as the singer. They're like, "Oh, we're all going around and introduce ourselves." And so Sam like tried to go first, and every single person went. Like one guy went, and the next one went, and then finally, like Sam, he goes, "Hi, I'm Sam." And the other guy talked over the top. He's just like, "Jesus Christ!" I think he's, "I'm Sam Canty, and I sing vocals for <laughs> like That's the best, funny, the best yeah, like start to the video." We just, screw each other. we just screw with each other all the time. It's so funny. 
Oh man, and it's like that's those are the bands that you can tell when they're on stage and stuff that they like each other, and it's not you know just business. Oh. They're out there for fun too. Yeah, no, like, like uh, we had. A, there was a video from our album release party. We played at the Grand Staffa Theater. Oh and, yeah, uh, had a really big crowd, and uh, we uh, some guys like I used to work with way back home. They they drove down, and one of them threw like this like three XL pair of granny panties at me. <laughs> So I used it. I, I didn't have a sweat rag, so I wiped my face with them, which was also really funny. But then I like kept trying to put them on my bass player while he was playing, like in the middle of the song. So like, there's a picture of me dangling in his face, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, that's awesome!" Yeah, I had they're they're hung up on my wall over here. I hung them up. <laughs> the trophy, Just a giant pair. Oh yeah, they're huge. Like I mean, I could fit it up like three times over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's like that's like you see those videos like uh the, there's one with Parker and there's one with Drake too where people like throw their bras on stage and stuff. Parker's like, I didn't know they make them that big. Yeah, Parker, Parker goes, Good <laughs> lord! <laughs> like, I didn't know they make them that big. <laughs> if somebody threw a bra that big up on my stage, you'd be like, man, I'm sorry for your back. Like, yeah, like that's, that's gotta, gotta hurt. That's some back pain. That's gotta hurt. Yeah, for real. I'm, thank God I was blessed with zero titties, so. I'm, I'm good but I mean you're uh, tall you get it you have back problems just because you're tall yeah and I got a gut too <laughs> that's the other thing give me back problems but you know maybe by the end of the year it'll go down if we, if we finally start exercising we'll see <laughs> I have a horrible back like I so I hurt my back real bad when I was like 18 and it just has not been the same since and I'm just they were like yeah you're gonna feel that for the rest of your life I was like thanks <laughs> I'm like 18 at the time, and they're telling me I'm going to have a bad back for the rest of my life. I'm like, ah, it'll get better. It <laughs> never did. <laughs> it hadn't gotten better. Oh, but. man. Well, um, well, yeah, like, uh, you know, going back to Treaty Oak a little bit, I'm I'm hoping that um, I could uh, I can sit down and try to interview them again before they play. I know they're coming to College Station. I reached out to them. I'm like, it'd be cool to go, like, do an interview somewhere in Harry's or something yeah. and sit down there. Oh, in the green room at Harry's would be sick. Yeah, I know. I've never seen any, like, I've never seen it in there. I've never been in there yet. It's really cool. It's kind of put together. It's kind of, like, just kind of thrown together, but it's definitely a cool little spot. It's, what's the craziest thing you've seen while you've been out playing a show somewhere? Oh, TABC show up one night. Oh, no. Like, they're, <laughs> the like, party. ATF of Texas. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no. They sh- <laughs> it was before <laughs> we played, and it was in College Station, and... I had, like, just broke up with a girl. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I had, like, just broke up with a girl. And, like, then all of a sudden, this place gets a call saying that we're underage and we drink at every show. Which we don't. We don't drink before we play. And, like, (laughs) we're setting up sound, and I hear Jackson Randolph. I turn around, and there's two state cops standing there. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, let me finish my set and then take me to jail. Like, I guess we'll, we'll do that. But... Like, they were like, hey, we got a phone call from somebody that says you're underage drinking up here a lot. And I was like, who? And they were like, we can't tell you who. <laughs> so they were like, were you drinking? I'm not drinking. But that was that was weird. And then, like, <laughs> we were playing at the Grand Stafford. Like, the cops walked in again, too. And the cops walked in up to the green room making sure nobody's got anything. Man, if I were a cop, I'd use that excuse. <laughs> if I wanted to go see somebody play or something, I'd be like, I need to investigate, make sure there's no... Illegal activities in the green room at the Co Wetzel concert. Dude, for sure. <laughs> I've definitely seen our fair share of like fights too. Like, you know 
we were one night we were uh, it was up in East Texas and we were playing and we were done with our set and like I'm kind of loading stuff in the truck. I hear something going down in the parking lot and I like run and get the guys and I'm like, dude, y'all come outside. <laughs> and they're like, do you want to break it up? I'm like, no. No, on a watch. I'm like, dude, if I jump in there, they're going to kill me. But like, <laughs> these dudes were apparently talking shit to these guys in this truck and these guys in this truck got out and just whooped some ass. And they're looking at me like, go break it up. <laughs> it's not my fight. I'm yeah, just staying I, right I here. I didn't start this. I have nothing to do with this. I'm just <laughs> Really don't hope anything gets much wilder than that, you know? Like, yeah, as you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> And then what are um, what are some of the coolest uh, venues that you've gotten to perform at so far? What are some that you have as goals for the future? So definitely my favorite is the Saxon Pub in Austin, just because uh-huh. of how legendary that place is, and like the people that own it. Joe Abels, he's a super good guy, and uh, all that stuff. Uh, and then um, did I Parker did get, get play started playing there too? Saxon they Pub. They all did, man. I was gonna say a lot of they people have come up did. there. There, yeah. yeah. It's just a cool spot. Uh, Love and War in Plano. Love yeah. And War. Love and War is a cool spot just because a lot of people have come up through there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to play with BMI <coughs> at the Cindy Walker Days Fest this year, and I think like the headliners were uh, the Bellamy Brothers and Caitlin <coughs> Butts and like Bob Wills, Texas Playboys. Oh, that's, so that that's sick, yeah. Definitely super cool. That was a cool stage. Uh, and the Grand Stafford here, man, like that's a neat little venue. I haven't had the chance to go over there yet, but I've seen I've seen they've gotten some some pretty good sized artists in there and stuff now too. Like it looks I mean, like, like they've it's had co- Charlie they've had Charlie Crockett, and like Jamie Lynn Wilson and Josh Ward and like all the And guys. I know Brandon Ryder played over there too recently. Um Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean the Palace Theater. Uh I just Or that's the one I was thinking of, I think the Palace Theater band. Yeah. They do more country. They I mean they the Stafford really doesn't do country. Uh-huh. Uh, but I bugged them enough that they let me have a show. Uh <laughs> But the palace is definitely cool. Uh, really cool, uh, like outdoor vibe. But like, it's an amphitheater, but it's all couches. Oh, so you're, that's like, sick. So you're comfortable, couch. yeah. Yeah, exactly. The whole time. <laughs> so I played there uh, like early December with uh, with uh, Bart Crow. So oh, that was really sick. cool. I was fangirling the whole time I was there. I was like trying to keep it cool too. But like Bart Crow is badass, dude. Bart Crow's gonna be on here soon, by the way. <laughs> What's up, Bart man? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was really freaking out when I got to open for him. It was super cool. He's a super nice guy. Uh, his whole crew was pretty cool. So uh, definitely but a yeah, little experience. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. I'm, I'm excited to get to get to talk to him. I know he's you know he's been on the scene for a long time. So oh, yeah, it's gonna be cool to pick his brain a little bit. But um, yeah. I reached out to him off um, – well, like I would already had him – I have like a list of people <laughs> like his goals and stuff yeah. to reach out to. But um, actually, actually when um, I got done filming the episode with um, – oh, my gosh. Who was it? You, you told me the episode – Ryder Grimes. Yeah. Uh, he, Ryder Grimes was like, you need to ask Bart. And I was like, yeah. I was already planning to. Great idea. Like, so I posted the clip with him saying you need to ask Bart, and then that – brought him in so we're dude hey Bart, if you're watching this man one we need to write two you got to get on this show dude he's a good guy this is a fun time so oh heck yeah thank you there's you another <laughs> clip man you yes sir <laughs> yeah no right. and speaking more right around like yeah no he's a good dude he's uh i mean i had lunch with him when i was back home for christmas i had lunch with him oh a week ago maybe he's just i mean he's one of my best buddies he's just a good kid and that new album he put out is pretty solid too. I like I like cool. so the songs on there. Did a great job on that. They yeah, did a great job on that. Uh, definitely. I mean, but 
just do stupid stuff together. We just hang out. And, <laughs> like, I mean, it's I can't explain it. Like it's just redneck. The and, the vibes are good. <laughs> the vibes are really good. Whenever me and Ryder together, it's pretty funny because he's like more laid back and like just kind of wherever the like he goes wherever the flow is and like you know I'm the guy that's like dude let's go like. <laughs> Let's go commit a crime. And he's just like, all right. He's like, he's like no. Yeah, no. He, he's like, so, no, I'm not doing that. Like, no, I'm not doing that. So you can keep each other in check. You keep him on his toes and he keeps you in check. I told him I was going to start some podcast beef with him today. He was like, don't do it. I was like, you've got to do it. I'll tag him. Yeah, right, if you're watching this, you're a punk. There's a clip right there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both did a podcast like back home and uh like, we had this like whole fake thing about like who could eat more chicken tenders together <laughs> with each other and like they made it this whole thing and like i think my episode with them comes out sometime this year and like they're gonna <laughs> finally put the second piece about it but it was super funny we almost did an like an actual like chicken eating contest you just go to mcdonald's and get like the the 40 piece or whatever and see and time it or no, something dude, I, dude, I mean i could crush a 40 piece by myself well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but you could just th- – that's that's the only place I got to get where you can well, order a large quantity of chicken nuggets, though, or something cheap like that. Ryder was like, it challenge. has to be Lane's. Ryder said it has to be Lane's. <laughs> that boy really? loves some Lane's fried chicken. Dang, that's that's a real – he's an Aggie, I think, deep down somewhere in there. <laughs> I know. I've been trying to get him to move down here, but yeah. he won't. No, I love Lane's, man. Screw Cane's. Ah, oh, see, I, I I like canes too. I, they're they're pretty similar though, really. <laughs> like the, like the they, chicken. I mean, they're the same thing. But I just like Lane's because you know it's college station. But the chicken's definitely. I mean, Lane's hot take here. Lane's chicken is mid. Like I just think it could be way better, and Lane's definitely is crispier, and like all that. And Lane's is cheaper, and you get more food. Yeah. So like, do you see they're like going to be a national brand here soon? Like they're expanding across the country. Yeah, they're in Houston and Dallas already. Yeah, so. but they're like open in like twenty or thirty locations, I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they could do it. I mean, they're. Oh, definitely. For yeah, sure. I'm just mad though. I went there the other day and they didn't have the potato salad. Like that's all I go there for. <laughs> I want um I want Bojangles to come, to I know they're in some places in Texas, but I wish they'd get more of them out here. I I used to live in North Carolina when I was younger. Oh yeah. And they have Bojangles chicken out there in the Carolinas, yeah. and that it's so. I've never good. had it. I hear it's pretty good. They've got that, and then they've got like what's that other one? Cookout. Yeah, I, I don't even remember much about Cookout when I lived out there. I, I guess, I don't know. I never went there that much. But, like, uh, the the big one for me was always Bojangles. And um, it's it's similar to, like, like a Popeye's. Like, it's like that Cajun chicken. Like, it's spicy. But yeah. it's but it's different and it's better. I don't know. <laughs> it's good. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> it's good. Um What's what's your favorite concert that you've been to as a fan? Oh, that's hard. I've been to a lot. I'm very much a concert junkie when I can go. Um, oh, same. Like I said, <laughs> I think Geo and them put on the best show like I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Treaty Oaks fire too. Uh, I've seen uh, this will be my sixth time seeing them <laughs> in like a week. Uh, and I I haven't got to see Treaty Oak yet, yet, but I'm so excited, man. Dude, I think it's that, you, the high energy. Like I love shows like that. So y'all ought to roll with us a little bit that night. Come hang out with us. We got a big group going, and like the whole band will be there, so you get to meet them. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, all that. We'll be over and, there. No, they're uh, they're they're pretty impressive. Uh, I've seen Riley Green twice now. He's really good. 
Yeah, I've been wanting to see him too. I wish I would have made it up there for the. I think I was out of town that weekend. I was going to go up there for the um, one at Reed Arena when yeah. he played there the other day. Dude, that was the best, like twenty dollars ticket. Yeah, I know because I was like, dang, it's only twenty bucks. I mean, you know, he's blown up now. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's been big time, man. Well, he's yeah. But like, for, for it to be only twenty bucks, I'm like, that's a good price. <laughs> I don't think concert tickets should cost more than fifty. No, but oh, it's it's, it's all the resale that Ticketmaster. All my homies hate Ticketmaster, like Zach Ryan says. <laughs> see Zach Ryan, or you need to wear that. <laughs> did you go see? Did you go to that at the station fest? I did not. Um, Montana Montana told me he went, and you know he said it was a good time, or whatever he said. But it took him four hours to get to the. That was I had the worst time. I had the worst <laughs> time the whole time I was there. Like the concert was good, but I mean you've been to Chili Fest. You can't fit forty thousand people in that place. No, and it's just, it's the same deal that you have a chili fest where you're waiting, you know, hours to get in and out of there and whatever yeah, else. But like, it's... <laughs> you take a town that is two lane only and then you have 40,000 people in there and then only have one exit for like seven of the parking lots. Like they were trying to funnel out like 10,000 yeah. cars out of one thing. I heard a so, lot of like logistical – I heard like it was very successful – like good performances and everything, but I heard just the logistics of everything was a disaster, and that terrible. they ran out of we water and stuff. Blood the next day because yeah. of how dusty it was. Well, that's polar opposite of Chili Fest, where it's usually a mud pit. <laughs> yeah, no, they like if they would have wet the dirt a little bit, like we would have been chilling, but they didn't. And then, like <laughs> the only reason we got out when we did is because we ran over the fence uh, <laughs> because we weren't waiting there. We waited like three hours. We didn't get home until like. Oh, we waited longer than that. We didn't get home until like 3.30 in the morning. Oh, but joy. <laughs> we were like, hell yeah, man. Allegedly, we have a cooler in the back, and so we allegedly drank all the beer. Uh, <laughs> that was like, um, yeah, I was talking to Montana about going over there, and they're like, yeah, it took us it took us four hours and three cases of beer. Because we were in the bed of the truck, though. We didn't commit any crimes. <laughs> yeah, no, we were. Oh, no, we, uh, God, it was, we like played a whole five-on-five, like two-man touch football game. <laughs> We, like with random people, and, uh, we had this random girl with us. I didn't. I don't even remember her name, but she was like, "I lost my friends. I'll give you fifty bucks to take me home." I was like, "Deal." <laughs> That's that paid for my ticket. So it's like, deal. <laughs> but dude, it was just it was terrible. There was some lady giving a dude a hand job in the back. Like we were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it was nasty. We, <laughs> we were laughing so we were laughing so hard. It was me and my buddy Kyle. We had gotten separated from like our entire group. So yeah, quick. and you can't text anybody. So it's like oh, yeah. It's like Chili Fest. Like we, we had found some other people and like all this, and we, we were getting food, and we missed the entire Flatland Calvary set by waiting to get food is how long it took us. So we get the food. We're mad. This food sucks. Like, it's terrible. So, like, not only you missed the entire set, but it's like, this is terrible food. I paid $25 <laughs> for the shittiest burger I've ever eaten in my life. And, like, yeah. like the way they were cooking it, they had, like, Philly cheesesteaks and shit, too, so they had this huge vat of just meat in the burger patties. Were just <laughs> in the, <laughs> like, the burger patties were just sitting in the, like, uh, at the bottom. Yeah. And it was $25, and, like, that's not even, like, I think it was, like, 25 bucks, including fries, and then you had to buy a drink. You know how much money so like, they made from all that? Drink sales, and then food sales, and just ticket sales in general, like, for that many people. <laughs> the worst part about it, too, is they're like, we're doing it twice as big next year. We're doing two days. I'm like, you can't. Please add infrastructure, then, because it's not going to work. If, I, I've been, like, talking to friends about this. If they do it, they're going to have to do it at, like, Kyle Field. Yeah, it's like, so I, I, I think they need to do some kind of festival... Um, 
maybe not something to that scale and i i don't know i don't know that the university would go for something as crazy like is that a, but like so I, they need to do some kind of music festival and utilize like aggie park on campus because they, they have summer. that now and then but summer. and then you have the big artists playing kyle field at the like at the end yeah. of the night like get like a parker mccollum that or like a co-wetzel or a, like i don't know somebody who's huge turnpots there's someone well, who could fill up the stadium there's room and there's parking yeah and streets to get out on right? yeah but like so i mean we went to troubadour fest at Aggie park. that's right they did do that in Aggie park that that's was true. cool they did a good job at that mm-hmm. they did a really good job at that and then they were like oh Aggie park's dry now you can't have alcohol there so like what we Except on game days. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so, like, we're there for Gary Allen, and, we're, you know, we've all got, like, 12-ounce shots in our boot. Or 12-ounce, like... Allegedly. Uh, flash, of water. Allegedly. Just kidding. Allegedly. 12-ounce flasks of... Uh, water. Water down. Water-flavored Jack Daniels. And, uh, I got to sing with Gary Allen tonight, too, which is pretty cool. Oh, um, that's awesome. That was really cool. I... It, I mean, it's not that bad for not having in ears and like not being able to hear myself. But I was definitely like that whole flask of water deep, so it was like, <laughs> you know. But it was pretty cool getting to meet him. He's, yeah, he's a I'm a he's an influence of mine too. I love Gary Allen, so definitely a neat guy. And then, um, you know, um, we'll finish up here. But what's um, what are some of your hobbies outside of music that you're passionate about outside of music? Dude, I don't really. <laughs> like this is like my whole life but like I mean I guess I mean like hanging with buddies obviously like hanging with my friends that's always you know go going to concerts hanging out with friends I mean that and yeah, that's concerts comes back to music friends. but it's like that yeah drinking water uh, <laughs> but like I mean I guess like working on my truck or like helping my friends work on theirs or like something like that but most of the it's, time it's okay you don't have to have another I mean like I'm just always curious because the people do but it's like music's already like a big like that like that's your thing you know everybody's got a thing and i think like like, i mean that's the only thing i love this much and i get to do it for my job so it's like yeah so it's like my hobby just makes me more money see that that's that's the thing is like i i i want to monetize this podcast right yeah but i just don't know how (laughs) so i'm trying to i don't know if i need to get sponsors i don't know if i just need to grind for like years and try to get monetization or what like (laughs) sponsors are gonna make you way more money than monetization that's what i'm thinking even like even like all the big youtubers you know like if you go look at the full sin podcast like i mean obviously they're not they're doing that for fun yeah but like if you look at like i mean like the joe rogan podcast or like theo bond's podcast or yeah comedians podcast like those are the ones i listen to they all have sponsors right and it's because you only make like pennies on the like i mean pennies on the dollar for views and like ad revenue so it's like which i guess is the same thing like for a musician from streams on spotify and stuff you don't really get anything anything. (laughs) yeah that's why it's like a musician's job to sell t-shirts and concert tickets so it's like yeah i'm trying to come up with merch for the podcast too like i i have this uh yeah that's a badass hat i need to give me one of those yeah i'll tell you who's i'll tell you who to go through uh i used uh Oh, what's his name? He was at CC Creations in College Station. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I could get with somebody to, like that. I have to email you his name, but they, they, I mean, I had my t-shirts designed, and they turned it around so quick because I needed them. Yeah. And, like, they were super professional. Like, I mean, they were they were awesome. I think I ordered my t-shirts and had them in, like, five days. Well, and the, a lot. 
See, and the thing I'm thinking is, like, it would be cool to have, like, you know, like, obviously I'll sell them to viewers and stuff, but, yeah. like, I'm thinking, like, if I do hats or koozies or stickers or something small that I can send to, like, each guest that comes on the podcast, too, and then they can oh, do yeah, a post, cool. like, either wearing it or being like, hey, I'm on this, or, like, thanks to the Red Dirt Aggie Show for sending me this package. Yeah, I don't know, because then I don't it's, wear like... I it all the time. I'll wear it until it falls off my head. No, see, I, I'm a I'm a big hat guy too. I I love hats. I have a whole like um, laundry basket full of hats under this desk in front of me, and then I got Astros hats all over the place over here. Oh, you're an Astros fan? Well, I'm from I'm from the Houston area, oh, so I mean, <laughs> gross. Yeah, I know. I get a lot of hate for it, but you know, <laughs> hold it, hold it. Rangers or I'm what? Right, absolutely. Well, I mean, hey, y'all y'all won the the ship this year, so you got it. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> well, I could be like, oh, I'm an Angels fan because Josh Hamilton went there, you know. Like, <laughs> but no, Josh Hamilton, who knows what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> I, have cards. I, have a, I have a signed card from him, I think. What what did happen with him? I remember he kind of like, <laughs> I was going to say he kind of like went off the deep end a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Josh Hamilton. Oh, yeah. I used to be a big baseball fan. I just can't like... Like, even sports, like, now. Like, I like football. But, and I mean, I played sports growing up, like, until high school. And I just lost it. Well, and then, like, you know, you got hurt and fell in love with music. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like, yeah. too, right? Like, Dude, yeah, my career-ending injury. <laughs> led you into your, your career-ending and career. <laughs> I'm going to be the 12th man next year, dude. I'm walking on. <laughs> that was... I was at the uh, – I went to the Texas Bowl with my wife. It was down in uh, Houston and this year. A&M was playing in it. So, like, I – um, the third string – we're already starting our third string quarterback, and he got hurt on the first play. Yeah, and I don't know if you were watching. And then – so he gets hurt on the first play. And so I'm like, I'm yelling, put me in, coach. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the 12th yeah, man. I, I, <laughs> dude, it's so funny to me, like, the, the like uh, – I guess, like, atmosphere at those games. Like, some of the heckles you hear, it's just so <laughs> funny. Like, they just make me laugh. Well, yeah, and, like, the, uh, the, yeah, like, at the baseball games, too. Like, the, mm. oh, get yeah. in the box, there's coach. Always, <laughs> there's always, like, one guy at the baseball games, too, that's just louder than everybody. Family game! <laughs> yeah, no, we got, so, like, uh, we, we played something, and they gave us, like, alumni seats for a game. And, like, that was sick. <laughs> And I'm the same way for the football game, dude. If I have seats with a back, I'm not sitting in the student section. Oh, yeah, well, like... There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm blessed now, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but, yeah. you know... Um, but, yeah, you know, standing for the standing for the whole game, it, it was rough. I, I did it proudly as a student, but once I graduated, oh, I'm like, I can it. sit now. <laughs> yeah, I've done it, but, like, dude, I'm not a student anyway, so I don't have to. <laughs> that's true. I Yeah, that's true. I remember one day this guy got mad at me because I, I went, whoop, and, like, this guy got mad at me. He was like, you're not a junior. I was like, I don't like, go to school here. You're like, I go to Blinn. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hanging yeah, I'm like, out. Yeah, fuck him, dude. <laughs> fuck him till I die. So... Hey, Ka- Cam Newton is a Cam yeah. Newton went to Blinn. He's a national. He went to the Brenham one, but he's a national champion. Won a national junior NJCAA championship. <laughs> Whatever happened to him, too, man? He had like one really good season, and like after that, it was just like, hey. Eh. But yeah, man. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for uh, coming on the podcast today and hanging out. You're welcome back anytime. If you want to come on again? Sure. Just Let's shoot me it. a message and let me know. 
Um, but this has been the Red Dirt Aggie Show. I'm Brian, the Red Dirt Aggie. That over there is GX and Randolph. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. As always, gig and God bless, and we'll see you next time.